2: Welcome, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 107. What everything entertainment? Thank you for joining us. I want to let you know about a couple of Santa stops coming up. Colleen and Bradley tomorrow. There will be at Holiday Bliss. That is out Julia's way, Hudson Road in Woodbury. Holiday
1: Bliss. Holiday
2: Bliss. That's uh, tomorrow from uh, noon to 3 with Colleen and Bradley. And then on Friday from 9 to noon, uh, Donna and Marley will be at Popped Corn. And that's on Santa Bell Drive out in Minnetonka.
1: Fun, Mm -hmm. fun, fun. fun. The
2: next Thursday, we're at Mall of America for a sense. Right,
1: that's right.
3: Okay, so uh, just some music stories we need to catch up on. So, um, you know, Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey, got the uh, early present from James Packer, Cold Hard Cash and Diamonds. Um, they've reached a settlement in their divorce. Oh, wait, they never got married. They were never married. She wanted $50 million for her troubles for moving to L.A. Most people, I, love I know. This. I think this. she's such a diva. I know. Mariah was living the life of luxury. I'm not sure what the trouble was to move to L.A. But uh, anyway, James was coy a few weeks ago when he was asked, did Mariah get to keep the ring? Well, we know sure, she's seen it. We we've seen saw her with it, yeah. Um, and the blast says that Mariah kept the ring and got a settlement that was much, much less than the $50 million she wanted. Right. The real figure is somewhere between 5 and $10 million, including the ring, which is not worth $10 million. What if it's like a CZ ring you just got on think HSN?
1: That. <laughs> I don't funny. think H- HSN doesn't. Is HSN still around? Or is think, it Evolve?
2: Oh, uh, Evine? Evine. I think I HSN is in shopping network still around? Is
1: still
3: around? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the timing is. Couldn't be better because Mariah has to pay for a slew of canceled shows. What's going on
1: with her health right now? And she's just signed to um, Jay Z's album bad label. Throat. Mm-hmm. Bad Throat Against Yeah, is that what it is? Well, listen when you can't sing, you can't sing. We have someone around here who lost her voice. I mean, it's painful. Yeah, it is. It, it, it doesn't is. work. If but you she was
3: doing the concert. I know. Uh, uh, this on um, Thursday night and canceled the ones next week. I know. So but is she, she going to do
1: the one this Thursday? We're well, going to see if it happens. Knows. We'll see. We're going to see what happens there. All um, right. Uh, Jay
3: Z is opening yeah. up about how his marriage survived scandal. It's great timing that he got the most noms for his uh-huh. uh, Grammy. Four, four, four. But it's an interview in New York Times Style magazine, and he said, um, yeah, that he he confesses his relationship was not built on 100% truth. He said, you know, most people walk away when there's infidelity, Uh and the divorce rate is like 50% or something. The hardest thing is seeing pain on someone's face that you caused, and then you have to deal with yourself. And most people don't want to do that, so they just right. walk away. That's very true. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. And, um, of course, he was uh, you know, beat up by his sister-in-law, Solange, in Elevator Gate in 2014. He told the New York Times Magazine that he did therapy. Oh, really? He said, okay. I, I, I that I grew so much from that experience, and every emotion is connected. And you do learn so much about their therapy, There's... even if the relationship doesn't work out but whenever you if as long as you can find a therapist that's real that's works for you yeah. you know that you're making a true right. connection and um he just said he built up all these walls from his childhood
1: well and what's interesting is he um he talks about one of the tracks on his album 444 mm-hmm. called smile And it's about his mom's sexuality. He knew his mom was gay since he was a teenager, but we never spoke about it until like recently. Mm -hmm. We start having these beautiful conversations. It's just really, we're just starting to get to know each other. And then she's sharing that she's in love. She can be herself now. She doesn't have to hide from her Mm -hmm. kids or feels like she's embarrassing her kids. It's so much better now. And I like
3: it it that he's uh, being honest about it.
1: And he talked about Kanye West saying that there's genuine love there. And even though there's tension in the long relationship, you know, hopefully when we're 89, we'll look at this six months or whatever time and we'll laugh about it.
3: The biggest, the big thing with a friendship that you have with someone that you've known for a long time is if they get together with somebody that you, your partner doesn't get along with. There won't, it's hard to Mm. do a couple friendship. Yeah. Yeah. If the other person yeah. if you don't like who they're with. Right. And, and you just want do, Does, not, does like, not
2: like Kim. No.
3: Doesn't like Kim and I right. don't know that she really likes Kanye. I think she always but felt like think, that was a friendship you had. That's your and I friendship. Think that's fine.
1: Yeah. Go have your friendships. Yeah.
3: Sure. You know but that gets harder when you get have kids and you right. live on a different coasts, but now they both live in California. Right. But.
1: And he also said that he's going to be working on an album with Beyonce. Mm. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about Danny Bonaducci? Yeah, let's talk. Because this Danny. is this is um, Danny Bonaduce talks about. Um, he calls David Cassidy's life tragic. Now, Danny Bonaducci was the little redhead boy when he started on the Partridge Family. He was ten years old, and David Cassidy was twenty. But to me, David was like Elvis Presley, down to the jumpsuit and the arenas filled That's with fans. That's so true. He said he shared a time 20 years later when Cassidy reached out to him, Danny Bonaducci, amid Danny's struggles with drug and addiction. Danny says, I was on the cover of all the tabloids, ex-child star gone wrong. David was having problems of his own. Bonaducci recalled remembering that Cassidy invited him to go on tour with the contingency of no drugs, no alcohol, no smoking and no women and promised him that things would turn around. David told me the tour would give me a career, and it did. He said of being offered seventy five thousand after he did stand-up comedy um before the singer set or something. I don't know what that is. but he he just kind of also said what David Cassidy's daughter said, Katie Cassidy, so much wasted time well, those
3: that was David Cassidy's last words to his daughter, right. so much wasted time. and so did...
1: and and Danny just said he never did get the life he wanted
3: so he didn't call his life a tragedy that is a misleading that's he- the
1: freaking headline i know but that's a misleading <laughs> I just, it
3: is it's it a is. sweeter story than it that It is headline, way sweeter. uh because he, he was
1: really like he he was down in the dumps and david picked him up yeah and sent gave him a lifeline and he wrote a guest
3: uh editorial for the hollywood reporter about that david cassidy when he didn't want to be Keith Partridge anymore, he just wanted to go on tour and be a Rockstar real rock and right roll now. star. Yeah. And he really couldn't because he had that teen idol image and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. And he was David
1: Cassidy. Yeah, he couldn't even though he wasn't. And yeah. I think
3: he would have kept touring if that that didn't happen in London with that eight hundred people getting injured and yeah. one girl dying. dying. Yeah. That really that really just threw him for a loop. Now, um, Paisley Park. They are seeking a special permit so they can serve some booze during the week of the
1: Super Bowl. I I, I kind of was thinking that they already had that permit, no, but I've never Prince, been there.
3: Yeah, Prince, there was never any booze no. at, at Paisley yeah. Park. Um, I don't know if that was just Prince's thing, but They've the two never... times I went there, it was after 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And the last thing anybody needed <laughs> was, was a drink. Was a drink. Right. Was more okay. drinks. So, right. Um, well, his religious
2: beliefs would
3: have Yeah, but no I alcohol. I went to Paisley Park for the first time and he wasn't a Jehovah's Witness. This oh, was back okay. when he owned Glam Slam. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah, so I well, just Well, when think, the Super Bowl's there, people probably want to rent it out or something, yeah. you know. There's
3: liability things for Absolutely. having a bunch of people come yeah. in your place, so that yeah. was probably the initially the first reason. I think the city of Chan will give Paisley Park a alcohol license. Yeah, I think they that will, too. For that week. Why not? Mhm. You know, why not not? donnie posted this beyonce's the most uh liked
1: instagram
3: photo when Uh, she
1: announced the pregnancy of her twins when she was in the beautiful garden like venus yes yes. with all the flowers Mm -hmm. everywhere
3: i like that Mm -hmm. and and that happened way 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 back in february
1: i know and 11.1 million plus likes wow
3: (laughs) Unbelievable. Selena is the most followed person on Insta, Julia. She has been. I know I do know that you about do Selena. Know that. Yes. And Cristiano Ronaldo and Ariana Grande are second and third.
1: That's interesting. Christina. Followed oh. by, by Beyonce, followed
3: by Taylor yeah. Swift, not a Kardashian in the thing. until number six. Kim Ariana Kardashian. Grande
1: kind of surprises me, but Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean he's he's that beautiful soccer guy.
2: Yes.
3: And yeah. he just had he's another baby.
1: Wow, Kim Kardashian West remains in the top ten.
3: Oh, okay, fine. Wow, but way behind at 104 million. That makes me happy. <laughs> I don't. That's know a why. ton
1: of people. <laughs> I know. That's a ton of people. 104 I, million. My goodness. Who I can know. even I, think that high. I mean, oh my lordy.
3: We didn't watch the Victoria's Secret last night, but you know, Harry Style was the performer, and Donnie did post the you know outfits that he wore, and I am telling you, he. Has to play young Mick Jagger. He is. If they ever so, do the biopic, he with the pa- the flared pants oh. and the
1: fitted jackets. Yeah, he looks Seattle. like a, he's.
3: He is just so. He
1: really is. Really okay. Looks so good. one of the guys in the clubhouse last night with Gail King was um, this guy from Hamilton. Leslie Odom. Yes, thank you from mm-hmm. Hamilton. He has a new holiday music album coming out, but he talked about he was um, at the. um, Victoria's Secret show, and he was singing when the very first time they've ever had um, a woman from China be a model in the show. Oh. And it was the very first time. And she comes out, and she's the one who slipped and fell. Oh. And they replayed it. Mm. And and Andy goes, interesting that they didn't cut that out. You know, because they always added everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. had plenty of time. But it was her very, the very first time... So
2: well, anyway, they didn't need to cut it out.
3: It's
1: I mean, but she human. just, you know, it's it just looked human. Miserable.
3: Well, it, she looked miserable. I thought the show happened last week because I saw this video everywhere
1: last yeah. Friday. It was last, last week. week. It yeah. was last but week. But it didn't air until last night. Right. So they do them in advance. Like, but I mean, she took a spin and she had a big headpiece on timber. <laughs> it was like she was walking on ice. Just yeah. slippy, slippy, slippy. Yeah.
3: All right. Listen, we come back. We got the dirt alert and I'm sure we've got dirt today.
2: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
0: Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, girls. Nice to be with you this evening. No, can you believe it? Man, you woke up to some brutal news. Matt Lauer is the latest to be fired amid accusations of sexual misconduct. So uh, if you haven't gotten to the entire Variety piece, I'll break some of it down for you, okay, if you're in your car just cruising around. All right. Uh, This is what reporters for Variety say, that uh, there are several accounts Uh, that are the result of a two-month investigation by Variety with dozens of interviews with current and former staffers at the Today Show. Variety talked with three women who identified themselves as victims of sexual harassment by Matt Lauer. And then their stories have also been corroborated by friends or colleagues. Now, none of these women want to be named because they are afraid of professional repercussions. So we heard this morning, Matt Lauer had been fired by NBC amidst uh, these allegations. And then Variety outlines what his deal was, okay? So here's what uh, Variety says. Matt Lauer once gave a colleague a sex toy as a present with an explicit note explaining how he wanted to use it on her. And she was mortified. Mm -mm. Here's another account. He, uh, asked a different female employee to come to his office and then he dropped his pants. Ah! The employee Uh, declined to do anything. She was visibly shaken. And then he reprimanded her for not engaging in a sexual act. Oh, my gosh. That's just so wrong. It goes on. Matt Lauer, apparently, uh, according to these women, would sometimes quiz female producers about who they'd slept with, offering to trade names. And then he would engage in the quiz game F, marry or kill, right? Mm. We play that. Yeah. Well,
1: marry, date or dump was ours. That's what we play.
3: Marry, date or dump. dump. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a little
0: better, right? Mm-hmm. He would identify the female co-host that he would most like to sleep with in that. How about game. the button under his yeah. desk and to lock then the door? we get to the button, Lori. Oh. oh, the button is the worst part. So he had a hidden button under his desk so that he could lock his office from the inside without anyone seeing it. Several women told Variety they complained to executives at the network about Matt Lauer's behavior, uh, and they didn't want to do anything about it. Uh, For most of his tenure at today, the morning news show was number one in the ratings. And then, of course, executives wanted to keep him happy. Insiders say that NBC had to force quickly after this week's complaint because of the severity of all the accusations surrounding so many other men. The only reason they did
3: it was because the variety and the New York Times.
1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Coming, coming out. out. Yes. And this That's is the it. first allegation. However, we think there might, might be, be more. more. Other sources, yes. right. yeah. Other
0: sources are saying this was not a secret among other employees at Today Show. At the Today Show, uh, at least one of the anchors would gossip about stories that she'd heard. Uh, another reporter said that management sucks there, and they would just protect Matt Lauer. And some producer said that they were really conflicted about what to do around Lauer. They worried that their careers would be sidelined if they didn't return his advances. One former employee says, there is such shame with Matt Lauer not liking you. I did this special with Mm -hmm. him and we are traveling and I had a cold sore on my lip and I heard him say to Bryant Gumbel, she has this really ugly cold sore on her lip. Like that was something to be ashamed of. He was just really cruel.
3: Oh. You know what? Maybe I bet the NBC um, women are glad that he's not going right. to the Olympics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. They were probably all right. like, because that Cringing. was
3: one of the places where I guess he really felt free to. He was just free to be. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Out of the country. Okay, Out so, of the country. Right. No
0: kidding. So here are other elements of this story. Oh, uh, my gosh. People magazine reporting that everybody knew that Matt yeah. Lauer cheated on his wife. Uh, But the misconduct allegations are a shock that everyone knew that he had multiple extramarital affairs, that he was continually cheating on his wife. Uh, They have been married for 19 years. Several insiders saying, yeah, it was no secret. He regularly cheated on her. Everyone knew his wife lives in the Hamptons with the kids full time. He lives in the city. But we never heard he made unwanted news. Well, that's what we all said. I mean, we
3: kind of like we were like, oh, he's a dog. He's. He's not a faithful man, but we thought maybe he had some kind of arrangement because remember his wife filed for divorce and then unfiled
0: that happened in 2006. They, you know, have three children together and they she filed for divorce and, you know, remember that it was really intense what the allegations were, that he was cruel to her. Yes. That um, controlling, controlling, it was not good. I mean, what she had to say, but when she filed for divorce, she, uh, she decided to dismiss it just three weeks later and they have remained together. She hasn't said anything in the meantime, Matt Lauer has Mm -hmm. left New York city to try to explain his firing to his oldest son. His oldest son is 16 and he drove Matt Lauer drove to his school uh, this morning for a man to man talk about the scandal. And uh, this source telling page six that Matt's first thought was that he needed to explain this to his son, Jack in person because it would be more painful for him to read about it in the press and online. So he went out to the prep school in the morning and then he is going to go to talk to his other two children.
3: And his His wife wife is calling a divorce attorney and finally going to get
0: what she wanted. Yes. Right. She, uh, remember it was, it was extreme anger and hostility is what she said that Mm -hmm. he demonstrated and that she suffered cruel and inhumane treatment from Matt Lauer. And
1: and then it went on in some story that the, that he left her alone, isolated with the two young children and would never come home. Yeah. Yeah. It's.
0: It's not good. I, I know. Mean, yeah, I, I mean, know. Did you
1: have any idea other than the I kind knew. Of,
3: I mean, I'm talking, asking yeah. Elizabeth, other yeah. than the stories we'd read about? him sort of being...
0: I've heard a lot of reports that he's a great guy. I mean, We we have a lot of guests that come through Twin Cities Live that are also guests on the Mm -hmm. Today Show. Mm -hmm. And so I've always heard really positive... We just had someone come through that we were like, Steve said, okay, what's the real deal with Matt Lauer? Because Steve Patterson really just thinks that Matt Lauer is fantastic. And so, said, what's he really like? And she just said, he's the best. He's the best of the best. He's so nice. He's so kind. And he's just fantastically charming when you come through the door. So
3: behind the scenes with the producer and the yeah. hair and the makeup people he was. And maybe nuts. the people that he had power, power over. Right. This yeah. is it's an interesting problem. which would be
0: everybody. Right. Which would be everybody. Here's an, a little interesting um piece of video that is now circulating. TMZ posted this. And this is Matt Lauer saying to Katie Couric while she's being mic'd up, he said, Oh, you have a pretty sweater. And then he said, Keep bending over like that. It's a nice view. Okay. I <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know so that's going donnie everywhere says that to us you every can, day well, <laughs> hey, don't don't, don't do that. bring donnie into this and that's something that i think that's circulating i bring it to you i i think that's a bit of a challenge to say i mean he and katie it depends on what their relationship was exactly you know what they kind of would joke around about right. how things would right. look i mean you know listen there are times when i've said to our crew hey make sure that you can't see my spanks you know that, that's a little yeah. different, but mm-hmm. you know you have those kinds of relationships with people that you work with closely, where it can be a little bit more casual. Uh, but that being said, that's what uh, the news is with Matt Lauer, and mm-hmm. then we've got Garrison Keeler can't leave without mentioning that fired by Minnesota Public Radio for inappropriate behavior. Garrison Keeler saying uh, because NPR has now hired an outside lawyer to conduct an independent investigation, uh, but he says that what he did was put his hand on a woman's bare back. He sent her an email apology later, and she said she'd forgiven him. They were friendly right up until her lawyer called. Well, we'll that's see if a more people right, come out see. about Garrison,
3: but we've had him in the studio, and he is a very standoffish. He barely yep. will look you in the eye. I know. Right. I know. Yeah. I that's and that's yeah. kind of what
0: he said too. That'll be yeah. one that's developing. Yeah. All right. right. Thank, Thank you,
3: Elizabeth. Too. When we come back, we've got vintage scandal.
2: The only person on the planet more aloof than I am. Yeah, that's right, Kenny is scarcely. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's, that's <laughs> but he's a there was a scandal.
3: Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal.
1: I am shocked at your behavior.
3: What do we got? Well, listen, 77 years ago, a girl in Lafayette, Minnesota decided 77? to become a figure skater. Day after day, she practiced diligently But she got injured and an emergency appendectomy dashed the dream. And this is from Tippi, a memoir by actress Tippi Hedren, which came out last November. Right. And um, that is the beginning of the story. And, you know, just that. I just kind of love that. But, um... She said, I imagine there are moments in all of our lives that we look back on on different days and said that's when it all started. And for me, it was an ordinary trip home from an ordinary day at school. I stepped off the streetcar. And a woman I'd never met said, my name is Ella J. and She handed me her business card. Would you ask your mother to bring you down to Donaldson's department oh, store? Oh, at our I earliest love it. Classic. Convenience. I would yep. like to have you model in our Saturday
1: fashion show. And remember, they did fit Saturday fashion shows all and the time. And she
3: was 15 years old. Oh, and wow. imagine her delight. She said, I was having so much fun getting to wear pretty clothes For the first time in my life, I got to experience an amazing phenomenon called spending money. Oh, how fantastic. Um, And then, you know, her family decided to move from from Lafayette, Minnesota to California because her dad was in bad health and he needed to move to a warm weather state. Really? So with referrals from Minnesota, she restored her momentum to modeling, but of course that's a hard tender age to lose all your friends. And um, she was like for a second enrolled in Pasadena City College. And then she and her boyfriend were thrown out because they were not <gasps> Pasadena residents. Oh, wait, wait, what? They were not Pasadena oh, residents. They living in the
2: district, as it yes.
3: um, Anyway, so then she contacted the Ford Modeling Agency. So Donaldson led her to do some modeling in California. And okay. she called Ford in New York. And two weeks after she sent her portfolio to Eileen Ford, Yes, Eileen Ford's office and said, we would like to have a meeting with you. So she took a train
1: oh. from
3: L.A. to New York City and got a room at the Barbizon Hotel for women. Which is
1: where everyone stayed That's back in where the day. That's women stayed were, yep. in the
3: 40s and 50s. When they were, were single and unescorted. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Tippy said Eileen Ford was all business, a bit brusque, and clearly not a woman who wanted to just chat and head to lunch. She was just said, looked at me. We talked. She called the photographer. She said, "Here, I have a new model." And just like that, I started working. Wow! So basically, yeah. Eileen Ford. Uh, the first week, she earned three hundred fifty dollars, which in 2017 would be about $4,000. Not too bad. And her exquisite face was seen on runways. She was in print ads and glamour, the Saturday Evening Post, 17. And when television became popular in the 50s, she started doing commercials. Opening refriger- refrigerator doors on camera, taking ecstatic sips of coffee.
1: Oh sure,
3: <laughs> this is the and, best and coffee gracefully ever. waving our hands over shiny cars or right. new kitchen yeah, stoves. Love okay, it. and the exposure then morphed into a meeting with this guy named Peter Griffith, who became Tippy's first husband and father of daughter Melanie Griffith. right? The marriage didn't last, and by the early 1960s, fashion money was slowing down because she was now in her late 20s, and money anxieties were ramping up because she was divorced. And then on Friday the 13th in 1961, Hippie's phone rang, and a voice said, Are you the girl in the Seago diet drink
2: commercial? I was just watching it. (laughs)
3: Yes. Wow. And um, a well-known director and his wife were watching the Today Show. Oh, stop it. And happened to see the commercial. This is how long the Today Show has been around people. Okay, he promptly called the executives at Universal, where he's under contract, and he ordered them to find him the girl, which if you'll remember... Like four years ago or something. Remember, this? Sh- it was just called The Girl? Yes. And um, it was about Tippy Hedren and this whole story. That's just what he referred to it. That's where the title of that, come find me, The Girl. The Girl. Oh, and who was it? Alfred Hitchcock.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
3: And he immediately, when he got her number, when his agent mm-hmm. or whoever called her, put her under a long-term contract. Now, remember, she's divorced. The modeling money is drying, drying up. up. She has no way of making money, and she's got a daughter. Yep. And um, so, anyway, she believed all of her work. Alfred Hitchcock and his wife Alma coached her for weeks. On how to behave and dress and act and do her hair. She thought it was all for this small television role. Mm -hmm. But then they told her, you have the lead in my movie, The Birds.
1: Oh, that was the scariest movie ever, 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 ever when we were growing up. Okay, but she's never acted before. So I'm just going to put you in the big movie. But
3: she Mm -hmm. believed they coached her intensively for works, for, for weeks, excuse me, But it was very specific to this character, uh, but they told her it was for a television show and just a small thing. And they said, because you haven't had
1: any acting experience, we have to teach you, teach you, teach you. And so she'd spend time with him and his wife. Yes. Creepy. And you see that in that right. movie. Did yes. you see that movie, Donnie?
3: Oh, the girl, the one I think um, uh, Sienna Williams played, played Tippy Hedren.
2: Mm, I don't believe I ever saw that. Anyway, but... so
3: he gives her the lead in the birds, and he would just send her baskets of fruit, and they would always say something very sassy and saucy. He would send her other gifts and always have very very provocative notes and lots of sexual innuendos and all these clumsy sexual advances, you know, and she wasn't even
1: thinking. Cause he's so fugly compared to her. No. Like, does yeah, this guy really she even thinks think of him as like a, a father a and she's friends with his wife. And anyway, she said, um,
3: and she said, I couldn't tell anyone about it. And he had her followed her handwriting was analyzed, and he would drive by her home at all hours of the day and night. And she said, there was no one for me to tell. Sexual and harass- harassment and stalking were terms that didn't exist. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was Alfred Hitchcock, and who was I but just a lucky little blonde he rescued from obscurity. Right. This is how she right. writes that she was feeling. And then... He was so upset with her that she wouldn't pick up on any of his innuendos. That when the famous bedroom scene in The Birds, in which Melanie, the character, goes up the stairs, steps in the oh. bedroom, and closes the door, mm-hmm. he had said to me, "It was just going to be Fake. mechanical burn. Yeah. Right. Oh, this is so a live viral. flock was used in the scene. It was five days of filming until he was satisfied. She almost had a nervous breakdown. And the Alfred Hitchcock just said blondes make the best victims. They're like virgin snows that shows up their bloody footprints.
2: I give you Janet Lee in Psycho.
3: Yeah, exactly. Oh.
1: And But can you imagine thinking they're mechanical birds and you're paralyzed that these are real Birds. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I would freak. That yes. movie
3: freaked me out forever. And then Hitchcock cast her. I'll give you one more chance oh. to see your ways and sleep with me and all this other stuff. He cast her in Marnie. She was so amazing. Universal wanted to put her up for the Oscar campaign. Hitchcock said, "If you do, I'll never make make another movie for you again. You need to blackball Marnie." And what? I'm what? Why? Because, because he, she, he promised to ruin her career. And he basically did. He's pre Harvey Weinstein. Mm, yes. Yeah. He assaulted he assaulted her. He harassed her and he threatened her. And she didn't feel she cooperated with the BBC in twenty twelve on a that girl, this documentary, mm-hmm, girl. this kind of story, yep. the yeah. girl. But she never even wrote about it you guys until last November twenty sixteen. A long time, it's been going on a long time, and then she fell time. in love with the cats, yeah. And she's 87 and she is happy. And you know, she married her. I mean, you know, she, if you read her book, and maybe you know, sometimes it's we, I forgot about this book, I want, I right, totally right, right, right. want to read this. And some people are always looking for, um, you know, a memoir, biography to read. This is getting very good reviews on Goodreads and mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble. and, I just thought, you know, in light of everything right. happening, the fact that it had a Today Show connection, yeah. that who's that horrible. girl? I mean, that's how pervasive hmm, it's just been with us.
2: Forever. Yeah, Pretty much.
3: All right, listen, yeah. we come back, we get our favorite headlines of but
2: the But before we do that, let's yeah. play our celebrity voice. We've oh, got to yeah, give away the tea. We totally
3: yes, forgot yes. our Phantom of the Opera. We were so with all this Matt Lauer. Oh, right. Matt Lauer.
2: I, know, I know, I know. All right, here's the celebrity voice. Uh, give us a call 651-641-1071 and identify this voice for a pair of tickets to Phantom of the Opera. Um, I, I actually, I did. Um, She didn't want me to see her at first. Oh, she know. gets a little nervous. She didn't want me to see her on, on in the show because it's pretty easy one. Don't you yeah, think? I think. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?
3: So,
2: 651-641-1071. got right, one, one. Okay, a quick congratulations. Kathy in Shoreview is our winner today of a pair of tickets to see Phantom of the Opera. Uh, here is the celebrity voice replayed. Um, I, I actually, I did. Um, she didn't want me to see her at first. She gets a little nervous. She didn't want me to see her on, on, in the show because they're in preview. Oh, You guys know who that is, right? Who? Ooh. Oh, Jake, I thought you knew. Jake Jake oh, yes, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. So, uh, Kathy, congratulations to you. You'll go to see Phantom of the Opera. We'll give you another chance to win tomorrow on this show.
3: Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know what? I just I feel I have to just say about my Brian Tanaka, Mariah Carey, early that I said at the beginning of the show, her boy toy. Yeah, I okay. So sometimes I do write out my little funny things that I want to say. This is a true confession.
1: Oh and my gosh! After fifteen years, well, I'm, after I'm, fifteen years, I'm, I'm crushed, she writes it out. To hear that, just You're sometimes did you go off a script? No, I do wow. go I off a script, but I have my pieces
3: of paper, so I'm making funny of Mariah Carey uh, getting money from James Packer, who she was never married. Right. And I, what I meant to say was, how is she going to keep her Now I don't even want to say it wrong, her boy toy, her her boy toy and shoe toys, you know, without any of her money, and it came out Chow Mein. Which, first of all, tell me. I stared at you, and I was trying to figure out, what are you even talking about? Well, it just sounded, you know, it it probably sounded bad, but Tanaka is Japanese, clearly. Yes,
2: yes. There there was no ethnic slur intended.
3: I I know my Asians so much, I know that Tanaka is not Chinese, it's Japanese. Which, I didn't, yeah. I just, yeah, when you said Charmaine, I'm like, what are you no, talking about? No, I wanted about? to have him. I, I know, Because okay. he's a boy toy. Boy, and toys, he's such, toy. And he's so young, and she's 20 years older, yes. and he's like a puppy, and huh. she's got to give him chew toys. She's got the boobs, you yes, know, fine. that they're having that yes. kind of relationship. Maybe, rumor is, you know, Mariah doesn't let you do anything. until you get married. So you have a ring on your finger. Well, she's He's not going to be her. able to
1: afford it. Well, she's going to have to buy her own ring. She's not marrying she's not this marry guy. Her. Anyway, Come I on. just have been feeling
3: bad all show about all my Japanese uh, fans that are listening. You know, because you know I love my. I Lori, go to the one girl's class just so I can hear a damn, cute Japanese accent. It makes me gives me the feels for living in Japan.
1: Well, I'm glad you said that. I feel bad so much every day about things I say, but I but not. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, I knew it went right over your head. I'm just like, Chow Mein, why I, are we talking about... I
3: thought
2: he liked Chow Mein or something. No, I didn't understand. no,
3: I meant to call him a boy, you know. Because okay, he's a chew toy. Cause yes, he's so young. He, is, mean, so young. I, I'm he sorry, is so young. I'm sorry, Julia, would you want to date somebody right now 20 or 25 years younger than you?
1: Absolutely not. And why? I don't want to have, I want to have things in common with someone. Thank you. That is just the only thing about that. I have no desire.
3: I feel like you have to show a lot of sparkly things if you're 48, Mm -hmm. if you're dating a 27-year-old. I have no desire. I, it just seems like so much work. So to me, I'm yeah. like, she has got to get some chew toys for the, for the boy boy. Toys. boy. For the boy toy. See, I still can oh, For the yeah. toy boy. Let's boys. move on. Oh, Please. Chew toys. move on. Right. Chew toys
1: for the boy boy. Lori, do
3: you have one for us? Oh, our, our favorite headline today. Oh, yes, yes that people are Hope and Curry is basking in the glow of Matt Lauer being fired. And I think she's sipping tea and maybe she's having it with... Katie Couric and Tamron Hall and Deborah Norvell. You don't think Katie Couric like Matt Lauer? No, I think she did. But maybe, maybe, you know, Katie didn't necessarily appreciate getting pushed out at the age of 50 because they could only afford one of them. And it was Matt Lauer who made it clear.
1: She didn't get pushed out. She went to Anchor CBS Evening News. She got the huge job she wanted, Lori. I know. She didn't get pushed out. She got the big job. She
3: got that offered, but I feel like we're going to ask Neil Justin tomorrow. She was done at the Today Show. But at the top, in the top of the world, that in that morning show thing, because they were both like equals and came in sort of together, they could only afford
1: one. I think and, and I her think contract she, was up. I think she got she, approached with at uh, the first time to anchor the six o'clock news. W- we World will has, ask,
3: but I, I do think that be sh- behind the scenes, that was a. S- storyline that was going on, that, hey, we we can only have one of you be the star, right, well, we'll and see. then we're, you know... I, I, I just know. thought she was... And, and it was her time for a contract, and it was an insulting thing, so she thought, hey, I'm going to see who else is out there, and CBS was interested in her, so it was, you know, it all worked out or worked not, but kind of the boys atmosphere in these morning T V shows. Mm. And I'm just wondering if there was some sipping Ev- going on with Deborah Norville and Curry. They've all you know, I mean Deborah got pushed out too. Yes, she did.
1: She's, Paul, she
3: got pushed out when she was like four. Deborah
1: was the only woman ever to write us a thank you note. Norville. <laughs> yes. Deborah Norville. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. She did. Inside yeah. edition. That's right. I'm she all, wrote I'm us all... a thank you card. We still have it. Yeah. And we got one from an author, a couple authors. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, have. we've got some this from the... Yeah,
2: Well, check this one out. According right. to page six, uh, Matt Lauer instantly hit the road so that he could explain the unfolding news to his 16-year-old of son. Of course he
1: did. Yeah. <laughs> that... Uh-huh. That'd be a hard conversation. Dad I, is no longer...
3: Doing his job. Yeah. Um, well, maybe that'll be Matt Lauer's come to Jesus moment when you have to look in your kid's eye and explain yep. explain yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, then he's got to go saying? to the Hamptons and i just have visions because he and Annette you know they just live on some big ass estate okay. covered by hedge rows of lovely trees and all of his all of his laundry all of his clothes everything is out on the, so lawn, on the lawn yeah. out on the yeah. beach yeah. she set it out maybe she even put something in in one of his wooden cr- criss crafts that he nice loves dad, and he set so it funny. on fire and just and everyone you know what i mean i just have visions of her uh, okay. just doing the most explosive thing mm-hmm. possible can you imagine no no yeah,
2: yeah. i don't know what she's going through wonder and what we're going to wake up to tomorrow morning sun, i don't know but
1: we're with the women show left we totally are with the with women the
2: power to the people power, power, to, it. power it. to the women, power power the women, the got, women got it got it okay we'll be back